I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers on Hip Hop's Woman Problem. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. You can find me and follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Lisa Evers. And you can catch up on all of our Street Soldiers episodes. Epith- <laughs> Let me start again. Epithodes. I needed that coffee. I'm telling you, the epithodes. <laughs> Hispanic version. Exactly. <laughs> I'm speaking with a Catalan dialect. Okay. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. You can find me and follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Lisa Evers. And you can catch up on all of our Street Soldiers shows free of charge on Hot 97, Fox 5, on LisaEvers.com. So you can catch up on all of the topics right there. Now, in this episode, we're focusing on hip-hop's woman problem. Are new rappers normalizing disturbing mistreatment of women? Now, society, as you know right now, is waking up to abuse against women, it cuts across all generations, all ethnic and racial groups, and all economic levels. But something else is going on on hip-hop and in hip-hop. When those accused of domestic violence and sexual assault are in their teens or early 20s and trending at the top of the billboard charts with millions of followers, there are concerns about their negative influence on both males and females. I'm talking about XXX, Tentacion, Kodak Black, and Takashi Is it possible to separate the man from his music and let the courts decide their fate? Or are they adding to this problem? And what about when these incidents involve girls that are underage? Let's find out what our panel has to say. Joining me is Dylan Green. He's a music journalist and also writer for DJBooth.net. Dylan, great to have you with us. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Also with us is Dream Doll. She's a hip-hop and pop artist. You've probably seen her as the star on Love and Hip Hop New York. Her latest single is Everything Nice. Great to have you. Thank you. Thank you for being with us. (laughs) Also with us is Dr. Randy Sconiers. He's the director and owner of New Steps County. He's the founder of Mental Hop. That's a program that uses hip-hop therapeutically. He also counsels many teens. Dr. Randy, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. Let me start with you on this. How big an influence do these artists have on the youth? I think they have a major influence. You can see as the market it continues to show that hip-hop is the, the number one genre of music, so the kids are really listening to what's going on, and they're seeing everything on social media. So what I think is when they see these artists get in trouble and have difficulties with the law, depending on the messages that they're getting from other areas, it could be a major influence on them if they don't have people at home or um, mentors or people in their lives to kind of challenge those negative images. And Dylan, some people, when we say, XXX Tentacion, they may not be like, who is that guy? He hasn't been all over TV, he hasn't been all over the radio, but he's hugely popular, top of the Billboard chart. How big a how big a star is he in terms of the, the music landscape right now? Um, he's a he's a pretty significant star. His um, um his recent debut album just came um it came in at number one on the Billboard charts. So he's reaching kids in a very real way through streaming and you know, considering 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 all the charges that he has against him, it's really scary stuff. And but the influence is very powerful. The influence is huge. Yeah, definitely. Dream Doll, as a, as a woman in the music industry, and everybody, please feel free to jump into. How do you feel the climate is now? Because we've seen a lot of other industries like television, like film, where if somebody's accused of any type of misconduct or you know sexual abuse or assault or domestic violence, they're basically shut out their shows are canceled or they're they're taken off the show or they're just you know their bookings go way down what's the climate like for you as a woman in the music industry right now well a woman like me in the music industry i feel as if um 
yes, women are being taken advantage of and disrespected. Um, I, me personally, I had situations where producers or um, even like they'll try stuff or like I guess have less respect for me because I am a woman, not take me as serious or you know try to like come on to me um, just for a beat or something like that. But I don't care what type of beat you have. How far it is, I don't care, but it just goes back to like the Me Too movement, you know, where guy where the directors was taking advantage of women in Hollywood, you know. So it's like it happens everywhere, whether you work in a grocery store. I work I were bartending in the strip club, so I I watched it happen. I, there's no HR there, so it's like it's either you want your job or it don't. So right, exactly. it's messed up and it's happening everywhere. And it's also, Randy, the, the power imbalance in a lot of these cases, too. It's like sure. the men are the ones that are powerful, the, that have the money, that have the ability to make or break a star, as we saw with the acting with the Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. But it, but in hip-hop, too, there's things, you know, there's so many female artists right now, too, and it's a great time for them. But you st- there's a lot that you need when you're when you're coming up. How do, how do you see this play out in terms of the teens? Well, hip-hop is the most authentic music, right? So when you see hip-hop, reflects what's going on in society so the things that dream talked about are not it's not anything new but with hip-hop you get it magnified even more so because people love their artists so much and they really feel that that connection with their artists so what i see with the young people is that they're sort of like this disconnect they're not sure how to take what's going on in terms of how to treat our females and that's kind of concerning because on one hand these big songs are liked by a lot of the females as well. And a lot of the misogynistic lyrics in the music, you see females, you know, buying it and streaming it just as much as the guys. So I think our young people are not really sure and it's confusing to them. Dylan, you wrote about this for djbooth.net, this whole phenomenon, and also for, you know, men like yourself who are conscious and they're, you know, good, good guys, basically. It's kind of presents a dilemma because you're like, I like the music and the music's hot, the beat's crazy, but th- is there a sense of like, should I really be patronizing this person and, and supporting his career? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it gets very difficult to... Um, I've always had a really hard time separating the artist from art when it comes to um, when it comes to it's like I wrote in the article like sexual assault and things like that are kind of where I draw the line a lot of times <laughs> and it can be um, it can be nerve wracking to just realize how you might be patronizing someone based off of something really terrible that they did. Um, yeah, it's it's because the thing because the thing with XXX, he's he had already had these serious charges of felony counts for allegedly beating his pregnant pregnant ex girlfriend, punching her, strangling her. Like uh, there were a lot of charges. The, the the paperwork from the court was her testimony sure. was was over a hundred pages. Huge. So it's so that that's out there. So this isn't just a case of like a one night stand that doesn't go that. You know, there's a misunderstand. This is not like a misunderstanding after a one night stand or something like that. There, there were serious allegations and previous ones too. And yet he he ends up with this multi million dollar distribution record distribution deal. The interesting thing about that is that that was the first thing I had ever heard about XXX Tentacion. The first thing I heard about him was was him beating up his ex girlfriend. And then I had heard about something that happened with Drake stealing his flow, and then I heard "Look at me," like like that was the order it went in, and for, and I'm probably not alone on that. Like most of us aren't alone on that. So 
to see to see that be the first impression of someone and have people be like, yeah, this is this is fine. Like I could still listen to this. It's it rubs me the wrong way. Rubs it always you the wrong has. way. <laughs> Dream doll, what, what do you think about that? It, because the image for as an artist yourself, image is everything, right? Correct. A, and also, is it the your image is part of your brand? It goes beyond just the music, right? Right. Um, I personally feel as if you know. I can't really judge the situation because I don't know all the facts. And we're not because and he hasn't been convicted yet, no, you know. Yeah. So he's but very heavy, char- serious charges. No, I'm I'm all I'm all against you know, um, you know, domestic violence and um, you know just tormenting women. Period. So it's just like I feel as if even being a public figure, any little thing you do as an artist or a public figure, you know, you're accountable for your actions. Right. Regardless what it what it is if you kick a fan you responsible for it you know it's just your life is on a platform and you know that whole domestic violence thing is just it's, it's just crazy we're going to take serious. a short break and we're going to continue talking okay, about cool. this this is street soldiers i'm your host lisa evers we'll be back right after this yeah yeah nyc what up you already know who this is your boy uncle murder aka east new york and right now you're listening to Street Soldiers Live on Hot 97 with Lisa Evans. Real people, real issues, real politics. You heard? Brooklyn. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about hip-hop's woman problem. Has the disrespect gone too far? Joining me for this conversation, Dylan Green. He's a music journalist. He's also a writer for DJBooth.net. Dylan, great to have you with us. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Also, for the first time on Street Soldiers, the one and only Dream Doll. She's a hip-hop and pop artist. You see her starring in Love and Hip Hop New York. And her latest single is Everything Nice. Dream Doll, great to have you. Thank you for being with us. Also with us is Dr. Randy Sconyers. He's the director and owner of New Steps Counseling Services, founder of Mental Hop Program. That's hip-hop used therapeutically. And he also counsels many teens. Dr. Randy, great to have you with us. Thanks for having me, Lisa. Thank you so, thank you so much. Let's talk about this public image thing, because there are people who say you can separate the artist from the, you know, the artist from what that person does in their private life. But I don't think that's true anymore because everything is out there, right? 100%. Can you go into a, can you go into some store and start, you know? No, I, I didn't have situations where I would be ready to, you know, just react and it'd be like, and then I'll, I'll see somebody and they, it's just a weird contact. Like me as a public figure and as a reality TV star, it's a weird eye I get from people when they know me. It's like a double take or like a, I know that, that girl and then, even like I'll be at a, a restaurant and they won't make it known that they know me. And then when it's time to leave, they'll be like, "Aren't you Dream Doll?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, well, good thing I, you know, gave her a good tip or whatever." But <laughs> right. it's just like they'll wait until exactly. that moment to be like, "I know her," and then, you know they're quick to go to the blog. So mm-hmm. I'll be just trying to, you know, be cool in public with and everybody, smile and just, you know. We also hold our artists up to like such a high standard, right? Yeah. We forget sometimes that our artists are human beings just like anybody else, but we care so much about our artists. We feel like through the music, we connect with them so much, so we expect a lot more of them. But at the end of the day, 
they're human beings just like all of us and, and capable of making mistakes too. D D Dylan, why is it though that in hip hop though there's this ability to separate because these other forms of entertainment have come down very, very hard on anybody that's had al even allegations. Like they, that's what I've said. It's, it's like at least wait till things are proven before you fire the person or you know take, take away their show or whatever it is. But why is it in hip hop that this is kind of like, all right, well, you know, these things happen. Um, I think uh, um, I think a lot of that plays into the um, uh, the youthfulness of the genre and the fact that a lot of people, you know, like kids. If somebody if somebody tells if somebody told me as a teenager that I shouldn't be doing something, I was probably gonna want to do it. You right. feel me? Like that. Mm -hmm. I, so like so like more often than not, I feel like people. I feel like there's a sense of rebellion to listening to someone like X or Kodak or Takashi Six Nine, whoever may um, 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 whoever whoever you might be bumping at the time, but. Um, it's very um it's very difficult to it's very difficult for a lot of people to be able to draw the line between what you should listen to and what you shouldn't based on based on things that people have done and um but do you yeah. feel that these but do you feel that they're troubles with the law let's call them that mm -hmm. do you feel that those actually make them more attractive to a to a younger audience which is going to be the ones that are doing the most streaming honestly yes um, it makes them more attractive to um, it makes them more attractive to younger audiences, and it also makes them more attractive to the people who are selling the music, like their managers and the labels, because they use. There are a lot of people who would use something that like um, um, X did or what Kodak did to push their star even further up, further up the charts than it was before. And honestly, I feel like, um, regardless of what you think of what they've done the managers and people are just as culpable as somebody who did something like that. Because they're not saying like, listen, you take care of that, and then when you're ready, you know, when you get your case, you know, adjudicated or resolved or dropped or whatever happens, then come back to us. It's yeah. not that, it's not like that. It's like, oh Let's wow, this is attention, yeah. and, and we'll feel, get more attention. I personally feel, I feel like, you know, you can't fully put it on. This is me coming from a public figure, a female artist perspective. You can't put it on me while your child's doing this and that because mm. my music says this. At the end of the day, as a parent, your your job is to raise your child. You feel me? Like me growing up, it was like my I didn't turn to music or TV to be like, okay, I gotta when I have, like I watch reality TV and be like, oh, I gotta throw a drink in this girl's face so we start arguing. I feel like that's that's the parents' role too because you have control as a parent to w how you raise your child. But Randy, what about that? Do you have control? Do you have a control of, as a parent when, you know, everybody's like this all day long, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think that we have um, expectations of the music raising our kids. And, and unfortunately, in some parts, the music is, right? There's no home, there's nobody at home to kind of challenge those messages. Right. Or you live in communities. And XXX came from a very troubled, exactly. very so, troubled uh, childhood. Exactly. So we don't talk about a lot of things in terms of like domestic violence, conflict resolution. These are not topics discussed a lot of times in black and, black and brown communities. So we have some issues that are systemic as well. So these kids look to these artists and they don't have you know, those other messages that kind of challenge or confront those those messages. That what what about some of the domestic violence stuff? Do you, th do you think there's still an attitude of people going, well, you know, that's between like the fabulous situation. Fab, you know, n nobody ever heard of him in, in recent yeah. years, any kind of issues whatsoever. There were rumors, but that not, nothing yeah. that, that kind of like people were like, wait a minute. Yeah. And, you know, we I've interviewed him and 
you know, he, he's just, everybody would say, you know, he's a great guy, low-key guy, not that, you know, not that type of thing. And we'll see what, we'll see what the actual case turns out to be. He's, again, accused of it, but yeah. mm -hmm. in charge, but not, uh, not found. But do people look at an artist like that who's a mature artist, a grown man, a family man, do they look at something like that happening with him differently than they do with, like, the Kodak Black situation? Do you think, Dylan? I feel like it was shocking, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. Everybody was, like, shocked. Like, Fab? Oh, no, Fab, because I'm a fan of Fab. And, yeah. Right. And I'm also a fan of Emily, but, you know. I just didn't believe it, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. It just makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. Right, but yeah. we're all responsible for our actions, regardless, right. whichever Absolutely. way you put it. We're all responsible for our actions. And, yeah, I feel like I feel like that's the difference between someone like Fab and someone like X, because, like I was saying before, like, the first thing I heard about X was the whole domestic abuse thing. But, like, we all, but, yeah, like, we know, like, not to say that we didn't know anything about Fab's personal life, but, like, he was... He, yeah, like it was, it was honestly very shocking to me too when I heard about that. Like hearing about how he allegedly knocked out two of her front teeth, I was like, whoa, like that's, I've just and I actually seen them like together at events. So I'm like, wow, they look so happy. But then again, right, you, you just, know, you never know, you never know, exactly. what, and you, you never know, know how things, yeah. how fast right. things can change, right? Absolutely, right. yeah, yeah. And you saw how quick on the internet went to they tore him down, like right that's away. That's with anything though, like, yeah, with anything. But like it's, I could walk outside and. Without, but there have been people. There have been people weird. too. They're like you that's know, supporting him. And let's wait and see what happens. Exactly. Right? And, and, so. and I want to. And I want to be real clear too. You know, as a journalist, there's a people are charged with crimes, and we've seen historically, especially in black and brown communities, there have been false allegations that have been made. All, and in all communities, there have been false allegations made that later turned out not to be, you know, not to be true. So I think there's a, there's a, you know, there's an element of that where people go, let's just, we need just a, a few a more facts. Bit. But then Nelly, you know, you hear I about see, Nelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time. Every, it's about every, at least twice a week. It's somebody, oh, accused that is, accused that is, oh, charges drop. I'm starting to think like, is it true or not? Because mm. it's just like every every day it's yeah, another yeah, yeah. artist that is accused of this, is accused of that, and then they want to songs they drop the charges, you get ripped yeah, apart yeah. for it to be like I told you it I wasn't true, true. Mm. right? You know, so it's like y'all didn't believe me, and it's like uh, now innocent until proven guilty, right? Yeah, but that's, that's not the way it is in the media but that's not and the way on social media and society, either, and society right? right? For a lot of our you know black exactly, and brown. it's exactly. a very it's a very it's a very tough environment to navigate because. Um, um, I think a lot about what happened with Freddie Gibbs about um, maybe like a year or two ago when he was out in Austria and he got picked or, or he got picked up in France and taken to Austria, and he was acquitted of everything. But it's um, um, personally, I tend to take that stuff very seriously when I hear about it. Like, and of course, it depends on the artist. Like, we all we all have a tendency to cape for people that we like most of the time. And like, well, like anything, if you like them. the person, That's you're right. gonna give yeah. them a little all, more slack. Always, I got my always. little fighting teams. I got my little team <laughs> dream. Shout out to Team Dream. <laughs> As opposed to the Dream uh, right Team. Or, right team Dream. Right team right Dream is the Dream Team. They got my back. They, in them right. comments, defending me on the shade room. Every vlog. Shout, shout out to Amber too. <laughs> Amber, everybody. Amber totally has your back. Okay, mm -hmm. she has all our backs. Mm -hmm. All right, we're gonna take a short break. We'll be back right after this. This is Street Soldier. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be right back. Yeah, Yo, you already know what it is, man. This is B.I.G. Sean. And this is The Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, real people, only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about hip-hop's woman problem. Has the disrespect gone too far? Joining me for this conversation, Dylan Green. He's a music journalist and writer for DJBooth.net. Dylan, great to have you. Appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Also with us is the one and only Dream Doll. She's a hip-hop and pop artist, star of Love and Hip Hop New York. Her latest single is Everything Nice. Dream Doll, great to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Also with us is Dr. Randy Scanyers. He's the director and 
and owner of New Steps Counseling, founder of the Mental Hot Program, and he also counsels many teens. Dr. Randy, great to have you with us. Thanks for having me, Lisa. What about the language, too? Okay, we're, we're focusing on some of these high-profile cases like the XXX Tentacion, Kodak Black, Takashi 69 But what about some of these, the, the, just the pervasiveness of the language and the way women are talked about, not just in their songs, but in a lot of hip-hop. Does that bother you, Dream Doll, as a woman? Um, it, I would have to say my music is not the most innocent music, but... Oh, definitely. But it's just, that don't mean that just because a stripper's naked or she's showing her boobs that she can be touched or she, does, she doesn't have a say-so whether... You know, right from yes or no. You know, so right. that goes that, into that she gives up her ability to yeah, say no. Yeah, I don't mean like you can't judge somebody off of that or make me feel as if I could be disrespected because the way I talk in my music, I feel like it draws the line somewhere. But what about all the B words, all the H words, all the things about I'm going to do this to you? All that, Randy, does that have an effect? Yeah, well, I just had a conversation with a group of teens yesterday, and we talked about this topic. And I think that um, it was kind of scary to hear that, you know, what kind of what the opposite of what Dream Doll was saying is that these kids were saying sort of like, well, we see young ladies kind of bumping their heads to it, and they're buying the music, and so how bad can it be? You know, so it, it was important for me to kind of challenge that and also remind them sort of like what Dream Doll is saying that at the end of the day, this does not give you permission or consent to therefore treat a young person in that way. So I think we have to have these conversations with them at a very early age so they can understand um, in terms of what the, the empowerment that women have at the end of the day. This does not give you the right. But I think it's like other words. If the woman uses it, women use it herself, like, oh, that's my B or whatever. I could call myself a B, but you can't call myself a B. You understand? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, I could that's call myself that Absolutely. B, but you can't call me like that. Mm. I'm like, that's like, it's like two different vibes. Right, like, exactly. Two different mm -hmm. Two different, two different ways. Of the way. that's like, two different ways you say it. That B over there, then I'd be like, I'm that B. That's just two different ways of, you know, saying it. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of the young tees, they, they know the difference, right? I think we we have to give them credit as well. I mean, they understand this is art. This is like this is not necessarily art um, in life in terms of there's a separation of the two. And I think our kids, um, a lot of them know that. I can't say all of them, but it depends. Each kid is you know, individually. You have to look at them differently too. That goes with their parents, man. Yeah. Dylan, what do you, what do you think about that? But kid. also too, the lyric, the lyrics. Though I'll, I'll say this: yes, the pay, it definitely comes down to the parents. But the fact of the matter is, a lot of these songs they used. We we did a, 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 some research into it and did a story on it and a show on it. In fact, mm -hmm. there's a hypnotic there's a hypnotic oh, level yeah. to the way to to certain beats. Some of the biggest beats yeah. that mm -hmm. stays in your you know that stays in your head and that you repeat over and over again. So, Dylan, do you think if you're repeating this over and over again that it's going to have some effect on how you look at women? Um, honestly, uh, honestly, I could say yeah. For a young per for a kid. Yeah. Honestly, but like um, um but once again, I definitely agree with um I, I definitely agree with what the rest of the panel is saying about how it's really on the parents to really like discern what those words mean and to like let pe and 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 to have children understand that they're like, if you can help it, try not to use these words, but like, this is what this means to, this is what this word means as a man, or, or um, I, I, either as a boy or as a man saying this word, as opposed to what this means to say, I'm saying it as a woman, because there's definitely a difference there and it should absolutely be acknowledged. Also, 
I still don't curse in front of my mother. Even, and I'm a 92 baby. I don't curse in front of my mother. Also, when I my mom come to my shows, and I'm about to, I apologize to my mother on the mic, like, my mom's here. <laughs> or it, I'll be like, It's about I, respect, right? It's about respect. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, um, I was yeah. raised in a household where my mother wasn't having to disrespect the curses, and I was disciplined. So it's that's, that goes to... You know how you were raised, and it goes to the parents. Exactly. Absolutely. That's why I know yeah. how. But I not was everybody raised. goes through that situation, and some kids are going back yeah. and forth between. Yeah, the I have and some of mom. my friends that call their mom the b word or some like disrespect their mother, me? The oh, mother, fight their mother. Can't even imagine. No, yeah. serious. Whoa, that goes wow. on. I watch <laughs> it happen all the time, and it happens everywhere. And I and my and I just you know I'm thankful because you know my mother disciplined me to the woman I am now. But, but, but. you don't think you, Dylan, you as a writer, because the word is your weapon and your tool, Absolutely. you don't feel now that it's even more important because people go to genius.com, they see the lyrics, you know, the lyrics are written out, people do quotes with the lyrics. You don't think that there's some kind of you know, some little bit of a subliminal effect going on there. Oh no, they're absolutely even yeah, in Roman. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely, um, um, I definitely agree that there is like, like, I feel like that just kind of extends to curse words in general. But like, particularly that one, like, there really is like a sort of thrill that people, um, that that people get from saying that word in the particular. The B word. Yeah, the yeah, H yeah. word. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, uh, um, yeah, those words. Yeah, right. exactly. Um, and I feel like, and I feel like that's very much connected to, I feel like that's very much connected to the misogyny that we all internalize, just especially, especially young boys and men that we internalize at a very young age. And that's, it's kind of hard to shake. And if you don't have someone there, like, if you don't have someone there to help you shake that, it can be very, very difficult to like, let it go yourself. Cause it's, it's in, reinforced in our society in general, but it also goes back to this old conversation of, you know, sort of where's the balance in hip hop culture, right, in terms of the music. So we have a lot of songs that um, degrade women or, you know, put women down or, or see them under this light. But where are those other songs that, you know, also those big hits that well, need to be Well, you know, everybody always points to Kendrick. They always well. point to J. Cole. <laughs> yeah. But these are not the ones that teenagers are, are maybe Kendrick. Some of the and it's not play. enough, right? Yeah. It's right. just not enough. They're not even perfect them. either, yeah. So, like, yeah. so they're right. Exactly. With, the new, exactly. with the new generation, though, because I'm J. Cole and Kendrick. Mm-hmm. I love Drake, you know, mm-hmm. and I I know a couple of the old songs, but it's like. Yeah, the kids see them as like they like corny more or of like, the. Yeah, they're not really my, and I have to them. younger siblings. Like I have a thirteen-year-old brother, I have a nine-year-old brother, so they know every and who's your, song. Who does and your thirteen-year-old brother listen to? Like, who does he like? He like mm-hmm. the he 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 like them Kodak Black, right. like Migos. He like mm-hmm. the generation, the new generation. Yeah. The the, the the new art the new yeah. artist. But he loves me too. <laughs> of course, oh, he's like everybody. Sent better, me that right? new song. Yeah. Everybody, <laughs> everybody loves you, and they'll love you even more because you've been on Street Soldiers. But let me ask you this: in terms as as a woman though, because there's a there's kind of a double standard. And Manny, I want to ask you about the, does it send mixed messages? Because especially in the industry, you have to now be because everything's so visual and on Instagram, and people want to know what necklace is that and what Clout shoes you wearing. Too yeah. trolling, chasing, Trump, yeah. right? And then you know you have to pay so much attention we all women do that are in front of the camera you know in, in other fields as well but you have to pay we have to pay so much attention to how we look but then on the fl- the flip side of that is if you don't pay attention to it then people start you know getting on you why is she wearing those same jeans she had on in the instagram post from two weeks ago or something like i mm-hmm. am so like that you know I'm so like, uh-uh, i'm the way nothing and i'm whatever before maybe they're your favorite <laughs> you know your favorite jeans or whatever mm-hmm. but do you, do you feel like that people misinterpret that because you go out you present yourself a certain way and they take that as an open invitation 
Well, it ha- it's a two-way street for me because I also go out sometimes and people be like, I didn't know you were so humble. I didn't know you were so cool. I thought you was cocky. I thought you was arrogant. And then there's Because of your rat, because of your song? Right, and I be, because I be, I, I want But that's performing. Right, when right. I'm not in dream doll mode, I just want to be regular Bronx girl, just with my family and just regular. Like, mm-hmm. I don't right. like, I don't, I don't like so much heat. The girl that apologizes to her mother for using a curse word in her song. Yeah, like, I, I don't even play with my mother when it comes to the curses, period. Right. But um, then it's also like, I have to watch almost everything I do, everything I say. Anything could be taken in the wrong way, you know? So, it's tricky. Mm-hmm. Do, do you feel, but do you feel like that, that the new generation of guys is more disrespectful or less mm. disrespectful That's towards women? Mm. Um, I feel like they are. Which I, the, I, That they are more disrespectful? More disrespectful. Because um, sometimes I find myself like coming across like the old LL Cool J songs and, you know, Nas and the old the old gems and it'd be like, dang, where is this at? You know, it almost sounds like romantic music now, yeah. right? <laughs> and I'm something I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I just be want to cut the radio off because you hear the same thing a lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I just be like, I want to listen to some old music, some classics, mm-hmm. like you know, bring back the classics real fast for the culture. Well, yeah, I think it goes back to like that. Those models, right? Those those male role models, the ones that could keep teaching our young men. You know, this is art, and this is the music you're hearing now. But there's lessons to be learned from how we used to do things back in the day as well. So that goes back to you know other shows in terms of like the newer generation versus that older generation. Well, also in music. the in the male role models, I want to talk about I want to yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, that yeah. too. Sure. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host Lisa Evers. We'll be back right after this. I'm a freak, action nigga. About me, catching rap in these streets, screaming motherfucker. The feet, what's my tap? That tap. I'ma make that right back. Fix your face a little thigh. Why you mad? Why you mad? Talk to me nice. Dolls' newest single, Everything Nice. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about hip-hop's woman problem. Has the disrespect gone too far? Joining me for this conversation, Dylan Green. He's a music journalist and writer for DJBooth.net. 
Great to have you with us, Dylan. Thank you so much. Also with us is Dream Doll. She's a hip-hop and pop artist, star of Love and Hip Hop New York. Her latest single is Everything Nice. Dream Doll, great to have you with us. Thank you. And also with us is Dr. Randy Sconiers. He's the director and owner of New Steps Counseling. He's the founder of the Mental Hop Program, which uses hip-hop for therapeutic purposes, and he also counsels many teens. Dr. Randy, great to have you with us. Thanks for having me, Lisa. Okay, so let me, let me come at this topic from a different direction. There are people who act as if this whole idea of male artists getting in, into trouble with women is something new, and it's not. We mm -hmm. look back at artists from the 90s, the Dr. Dre, you know, Dr. Dre, uh, Biggie. There were, there were a lot of other Tupac had incidents. Yep. There are a lot of the greats that are now considered just these, you know, monumental figures in hip hop that had incidents happen to them, had at times charges. And and yet nobody looks at that the same way as they do this, you know, Takashi or Kodak Black or XXX. Why do you think that is, Dylan? Um, I think that's because of social media and the fact that the fact that we all obsessively document our lives and these things are just a lot easier to access because they're because like even after everything came out, like everything came out again on Dre when Straight Outta Compton came out. Like people were right. still surprised when he heard. Um, people were surprised when they heard about the whole D Barnes thing. People were surprised when. Um, um, if they hear about what happened with Biggie and Lil Kim, like what happened with Tupac and his and his uh, sexual assault case back in I forget what year it was. I was a baby, but um, <laughs> way back when, back in the day. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, I think um, I think social media plays a huge role in the way that we see all of this because um, we just like our whole lives are on the internet and it's easier to get a hold of. But does it seem like anything's changed? Things change and things stay the same, honestly. Like, right, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much Well, we much could it. compare two things. What R. Kelly did when he was peeing on people and then the whole situation with Fab. So it was like, had that happened now, you know, it would have been so much of a bigger thing, you know? Right. And it's like, because social media is, is you know, more popular now, you know, Fab gets all the heat as to... R. Kelly doing and all plus the anytime there's video, anytime and every video. every every all of our phones, everything. But even can, before the video, it'll be like a like a accusation, and it'll be like you did this, and then it's like a flea of haters, fake pages, mm -hmm. swarm right. your page. That happened to me so many times, and it would just be like I laughed at the wrong thing, or I did not agree with the same thing, and it would just be like, bro, like sometimes you like I even have to disable my comments because it's like too much bad energy. It's just too much bad energy yeah. coming away and, and you just kind of go like, okay, wait a minute, that Like, I'm it. trying to read, you know, if I post a little flick, I'm trying to read, like, my, you know, my pics, see right, my exactly. feedback on my pics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get, get some positive feedback. Yeah, then I it's just like, want to get shoot. some quality feedback. Right, don't have to I be positive, to, but if know, it's quality feedback. See, but, tell me but how my Randy, booty look. Like, tell me something. Mm -hmm. But Randy, well, we, t we talk about parenting in terms of, you know, in terms of the male view and, and female view and sexuality and relationships and and all that kind of thing, but the the social media aspect is that more powerful than the parent now? Some people say that it seems that way, right? Because everybody's these young kids and people in general are on their phones constantly, right? And parents may not be as active as we may want them to be, but the kids are paying attention to what's going on online and therefore getting a lot of messages. So if we don't have parents who are active and and actually you know talking to their kids. 
Does that happen anymore? Doesn't seem like that. It what, doesn't what happen about, as much. And what about our culture overall? Because you, you look at what gets attention now. You know, Dylan, you said that the Trolling. you know some of these artists that have the most tr- the most problems. Trolling, Trolling is the most. You could say anything, and just because you got a blue check or. Even if it's not a blue check, even if it's like a fake page, it will be brought to light because it's negative. Right. Yeah. And also, you know, that goes back to, um, dang, I have something to say to what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, come, it'll, come, it'll come back to you. Don't worry about it. Because that's what happens sometimes. Yeah. We have t- so many things going on. But it's like we're in a culture now, too, where the some, the thing that's the most outrageous, yeah. you know, the rainbow, like like Takashi 69 <laughs> the rainbow teeth, the rainbow hair, like all of this, the, mo- the more outrageous the more attention you get, the more likes, the more comments, mm. the more followers you get. I mean, these guys have yeah. millions of followers, millions. So I'm is not that sure also that's... our culture? Isn't that our culture too? And yeah, not just yeah. social oh, media? Oh, I know what I say. Okay. Sorry to cut you off. It was that I see parents that are making pages for their babies. Like mm. their baby be like two months and it'll be yeah. like <laughs> Princess yeah. Eliana Page. And I'm like, what? Like... Posting, yeah. so they start, they prep them at a young age, right? Mm-hmm. For the like mm-hmm. the pictures, like. And I'm not sure if that's much. new, right? Controversy is always so. If you go back in the day with hip hop music, you talk about Two Live Crew, you talk about, you know, um, Compton, you know, the rappers from N.W.A. There was a lot of controversy around both of those groups, and they sold millions of copies of uh, millions of albums after that controversy came out. That's right. But now, but now we have social media, so even more so. We're, we're in line and seeing like a lot of the controversy. So is controversy a good marketing tool? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is because more l- like is. I think I, I think now more than ever we live. <laughs> Trust 100%. me, when I get when I something happen and I'm on the blog, streams, yeah. <laughs> like, streams, followers. Yeah. I had a million followers because a girl posted something about me. Mm. I, I went from like nine. 22 to a million. Wow. 922 wow. to a million in a couple hours, like not even a full night. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're sending my way. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So you're inviting the couple. But what, but yeah. what about that point? Um, as, as a market, is it a conscious thing? So, like, with, with XXX, they go, okay, look, he's getting all this attention. You mm-hmm. yourself said you found out about him because of the criminal allegations yeah, of yeah, domestic yeah. violence, these felonies, like this laundry list of felonies. I found out about him when he put his head dreads gray and he put the, right, and the, and the tree. tattoo in the middle. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that. Like, like, like I was trying to say before, we live in an attention-based economy. Like, like attention is money nowadays, mm-hmm. and oh, and one. especially, especially, um, especially, especially when it comes to managers and people. Like, people are grasping at straws and will take whatever chance they can get to get their artist out there. Whether it's whether it's the rainbow hair, whether it's some sort of whether it's some sort of whether it's some sort of case they have. Like, people people will push these things that they do in order to get that attention because attention is money so there's no such like thing as bad publicity is there anything not, is there anything is there anything considered bad publicity it's anymore it's not but also that there there goes um you know different every artist want to be different yeah, everybody want to oh i had this first i had that first you know just trend they want to set the trend right so, mm-hmm. And they follow, trust me, because mm. the color dreads, even mm-hmm. dreads, period, like yeah. coloring your dreads or putting tattoos on your faces. Now every guy in hip hop has, right. has yeah, a tattoo right? on his face. Like, <laughs> the trends get so, like, the trends go so fast. Before it would be like, me, a teardrop. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, oh, the teardrop because you got out of jail. Mm-hmm. And then in that, and then it's just like. And then Gucci ev- did the ice cream cone. <laughs> and then it's just everybody, little 
It's just everything on your face, and it's like that's normal now. And that's like that's sort a- of what, not to cut you off, what Instagram does as well. Sort of like with French Montana's new song, like I hope you don't get famous. It's sort of like like saying like I hope you don't get to that point where the fame is all you want and all you chase right. and you lose parts of who you are as an individual and who you are as a person yeah. so back in the day it was talking about selling your soul for the industry right. and now it's talking about like what we got to do to secure that bag and chase right, that because bag because you're, 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 the fame is a big part of the career exactly. and the marketing is a big part of that and with to, to come back to uh, XXX he's now he's he donated a couple hundred thousand dollars to Parkland mm-hmm. to the uh, mm-hmm. to one of the students that used his body as a human shield yeah. to save save yeah. some of his fellow students and so I don't but know that if doesn't that was get the a manager saying though. to him, like, yeah. like, like, like for me, or is that per- just jumping on the March for Our Lives bandwagon? Hmm. On, 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 honestly, 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 a hundred percent, a thousand. It feels like, <laughs> a million. It feels like it feels like he's hopping on the bandwagon because you have this happening, but at the same time, that video of him punching that girl in the head came out for no reason. Right. So like a new video. Yeah, and also to me personally, the things that he did were so heinous and so bad that it, like you know like tossing. Tossing a hundred grand to an organization is like, like it's not an end all be all for money? every single. Yeah, it, it, it's, exactly. it's 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 not an end all be all for every situation. Like there's really degrees to that stuff. Like you like giving a hundred thousand dollars to the, you know, anti gun violence movement is not equivalent to punching your pregnant ex girlfriend, beating her up, strangling her. Exactly. Yeah. Like the yeah. Like there's no. You like, can't buy your. You can't buy your. Uh, your forgiveness or buy yeah, the forgiveness that, of the public a, or clean it up. That situation is crazy. I don't, um, I don't, I don't have nothing to say about that because mm-hmm. I've been through my own domestic mm-hmm. violence situations. But I could speak. On but do behalf- you feel? But do you feel? Do you feel that we treat those situations seriously enough? Of course, to the highest extent that you can take it, he should be held accountable for his actions. But I also have to say, you know, once again, being a public figure. I'll do stuff like, like for example, I donated turkeys to my whole, like, where I grew up at. I donated turkeys to everyone on my block. And it's like, everyone judges me for my actions on the Bad Girls Club. That it's like, hey, but she did this. But I'm, it's but television. But that's who you are. It's a two-step, yeah. right. It's television. Let's get this clear. It's television. Stop judging people off TV. Exactly. And, you know, and it's just like, anything good I do, they, the, they will always want to throw the bat on top of it. Like, oh, but she did this, but she did that. So I could speak from both point of views, but I don't agree with you know, any guy or any, like, that whole domestic violence thing. And, you know, and it's just it he's so like, powerful. But what does it feel like as a survivor, though, when well, you, you hear these stories and people make excuses for it? Um, you know, when there's evidence. You know, when there's there's evidence and it's it's pretty clear what happened. Well, me personally, I was in a domestic violence relationship. And no matter what, they just, like, my ex thought that he was, like, some saint. Like, they would be like, no, he would never do that. Like, you know, and it's like, he would never you do mu- that. You must Here's have done the picture something. of my b- two black eyes. Like, right. I done wrote songs about him and everything. It's like, like, it's like they almost don't believe it until I be like, look what he did to me. And she's, I understand where, she, where the, you know, the victim actually is coming from because it's like, she doesn't have a voice, really, mm. as big as him. So right. I could see his fans, you know, like, swarming her and be like, oh, calling her out her name and, um, you know, make her feel like as w- worse than she already feels because he's so powerful. powerful. Right. Yeah, and it's just a Re-victimi- Revictimizing her. Yeah. Exactly. Right, when it's right. like, you know, God, I like, you know, that is not cool. And they're going to keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it until they 
faced with the facts. They're faced with the, you know, the charges. They learn their lesson. They deal with the crime. But even that, it all has to do with the way you was raised. The way you was raised. Because... My ex-boyfriend used to hit on his mom. Mm. I mean, his his mom used to hit on his dad. Like, you know what I'm saying? His dad, wow. his dad used to hit on his mom. Okay. Right, so it was a his repeating to, pattern. So it's a repeating that. pattern. So he watched that. So it's like, you watched that It was that ingrained happen. in him. Yeah, and then now it's like, you did that to me. And then you did that to your ex-girlfriend. And now you're going to keep doing it to every girl, every girl, every girl, every girl. Because you've never been, like... And educated, right? And you never dealt with the consequences. You ain't go to jail and get your behind beat in jail. And no, I don't ever want to put my hands on a woman. When your face all over the news saying that you beat this woman and stuff like that, because if he go to jail, I'm quite sure they're gonna take care. So you're saying bottom line is, as a society overall, I think so. Hip hop and everybody, we Mm -hmm. need to do a lot more in terms of leveling the playing field between the the victims and survivors. Absolutely, and the people that are getting away with this. And I feel like she should have her voice. Yeah. Like uh, it's a power struggle, right? And it's just, in society, that's the problem we're having already in terms of like um, the powerlessness um, that we and the voiceless voicelessness of women, right? True. So Absolutely. we need more. You know, we need to kind of women give are them speaking a, out, but there's yeah, a lot more that needs more, to be done. And it's for more sure. quiet people. Yeah. Like it's more yeah. quiet people. Like and also I've more, been that. and more and men they, speaking they don't out too. So when I have these conversations with our young men, I'm challenging those thoughts. When our men speak up, our young kings and our young queens speak up together, we can make a change. And we do try and to get to them. I never spoke up about this. So it's like I hope that, you know, young women out there that are going through situations where they're keeping quiet about domestic violence or, um, you know, just any type of, you know, Violence, period, whether it's mental, physical, mm-hmm. what type of any type of abuse is not okay, you know? Exactly. And I hope that women could speak up about this too, that have been through it, because it's easy to be the silent victim and act mm-hmm. perfect. Because that's what I used to do. I used to cover up my black eyes with makeup, mm-hmm. go to work, cover, like, you know, be cover it up. Girl, the pretty be the pretty girl, the pretty girl, and go back home to the miserable home. Mm-hmm. And the person that was doing that to me, you know? So it's all about having enough, putting your foot, foot down and being like, enough is enough. And, you know, just bossing up and putting your foot down and having enough with it, you know? And, and that's spe- it. And I, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. And especially, and especially as men, and, like, we have the power and privilege in society. So, more, so, like, on us, it's on us to listen when people complain about these things and not, and, like, honestly, to, like, take it at face value and, like, take it as a serious thing because, like, false allegations are false allegations and they happen often. It's a but, very small percentage of yeah, the Yeah, exactly. Ones. It's a very small percentage. And most, most of them aren't even reported. Yeah. So, yeah. like, so, 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 like, really, it's on us to listen and be willing to change the world and change ourselves and that's very very important definitely one last thing dreamdell what advice do you have for the the girls and women that are watching this right now that might be in a situation where they know they're being taken advantage of but they're afraid to talk to somebody i would say um to the young women that are scared to talk to somebody you can always hit me up i'm always in my dms i'm always here for advice whether it's you've been body shamed you feel insecure about your body because i had insecurities that's why i had my choices um but you know, always I'm always in air, and um, also I feel like, you know, just know your worth, um, know you deserve better, and no matter how the situation is, whether you feel like you need that person, you can't live without that person, it's always a light. You know, believe in God, put God first, and there's going to be a better path for you. And there is something better for you out there. Okay, we're going to yeah, end on that note. Exactly. I want to thank all of Period. you for being with us for this Absolutely. episode of Street Soldiers. Dylan Green, great to have you. Thank you so much. Green Dell, thank you so much. And thank, thank you, you for sharing your story yeah, with us. I know I was I meant a lot. To be, I was a victim for a long I was like a silent victim, you know, so I, I just didn't ever wanted to talk about it because it's like I got to do with people judging me all the time. Like, 
thing, like, you know, but I had to speak about it one day because if I don't, then I guess it the could girls, happen to somebody else. It's, it's happening well, we, to other people. I, I appreciate your bravery in speaking out, and I appreciate your honesty mm-hmm, and sharing you. that story with us because I'm sure it's helping people right now. So. so thank you very much, Dream Doll, for being on Street Soldiers. Thank you. And Dr. Randy, thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate it. Thank Remember, you, use your mind, it's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Let's push for peace.